Today I'm gonna to talk about how to quit porn in seven steps. Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. So a lot of people wanna know how to quit porn and they wanna quit porn for a variety of factors. One reason is because of moral conviction. They feel like it's wrong and they wanna get rid of it, get it out of their life because they feel morally convicted. Other people, it's because of their health. They're so hooked on porn that it's impairing their health because they never go outside or they never socialize or they're constantly late to work. It's creating impairment in one or two areas of their life. So they want to get rid of porn because it's creating unhealthy behavior in their life. Other people want to quit porn because it's harming their relationship because they've been looking at porn behind their partner's back, their partner finds out, and then they feel like it's cheating, it's betraying trust. And so they're trying to regain their partner's trust and therefore they want to get porn out of their life. So wherever you're at, if you're watching this video, you want to learn how to quit porn and you may be coming at from any of those angles or even other reasons why you want to quit porn. So let's get to it. So the first thing to consider to quit porn is you want to know your why. So why are you wanting to quit porn? What is your value? What are you going to get out of quitting porn? How is it going to make your life better when you quit porn? You want to really become intentional with your values and your ideas behind why you want to quit porn. So maybe for you, it is because you're morally convicted. So for you, you're going to have a clear conscience. You're going to feel like you have better integrity. And maybe that's your why. For you, maybe it's because of your health. So you want to quit porn so that you feel healthier in life, so you have better balance, so you have more connections to other people, so you can optimize your health by going to the gym more and getting outdoors more and eating healthier so you're not just hooked on porn. Maybe that's your why, so you can get healthier. Or maybe your why so that you can better your relationship because it's harmed your relationship, so your why is to regain trust. But whatever your why is, it's important to identify it because there's going to be moments in your journey to quit porn that are going to be very hard and you're going to go backwards and then you're going to want to go forward. It's going to be a struggle like any addiction is when you're breaking it. It can be a challenge. So in those moments, it's important to remind yourself of your why. So what is your why? Number two is what hole is it filling in your soul? People look at porn for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it is because they're sexually frustrated in their relationship. So they start looking to porn to fill that hole of sexual frustration. Other times it's because someone's really lonely. And when they're looking at porn, it helps to fill that hole of loneliness. For other people, it can make them feel powerful because everything else in their life, they feel powerless. But when we're looking at porn, it gives them the sensation of feeling powerful. For other people, maybe it's satisfying some type of wound with their mother because maybe growing up they were distant and had a detached mother, but when they're looking at porn, somehow it makes them feel really close with females and that helps fill that hole in their soul. So this is a deeper issue and this is where counseling can come in because you don't want to just treat the behavioral symptoms. You want to look at what's driving the porn use. What's going on underneath it? What's causing you to go to porn again and again? It's filling a hole in your soul. So what is the hole in the soul for you? You have to think about that and reflect on it. And you might need to see a counselor to really identify what is it doing for me? Why do I keep going back to it? What is it satisfying inside of me? Addictions usually cover up things or they satisfy things. And sometimes it's a, a little bit of both. 
But pornography lights up the same reward center in the brain as crack cocaine. It's highly addictive. And our brains are not wired for porn. It's considered a super stimulus. And so our brains get overloaded with sensory stimuli. And that's why it can become so addictive because it is a super stimulus. Number three is you have to know your vulnerable moments. Those are the moments when you're most vulnerable to looking at porn. What is that for you? For a lot of people, they may say late at night. The more tired you get, the more your impulse control goes down. Everyone's sleeping in the house. And so you think, who would know? And so your temptation may be stronger. Or maybe for you, it's when you travel because you're feeling more anonymous and you feel like no one would know if I look right now or if I watch that X-rated program on the TV. What are your vulnerable moments? Normally, the more you're alone, the more you're run down, the more you're tired, the more likely, the more susceptible you're going to be to look at porn. So you have to watch that. Reflect on that for a moment. Think about all the moments you look at porn. What are the most common factors involved? Look for your common denominators. Those are your vulnerable moments. And then what you can do to identify those is you can avoid those vulnerable moments. You can see them coming. So for example, if you know you're going to be alone at night, you know, oh, that's when I tend to look at porn. Therefore, I better not be alone tonight. Let me go out with a friend or let me go out to the movies or let me do something. Let me power off my phone early in the night so that I'm avoiding that vulnerable moment. So what are yours? Number four is you have to change your environment. So what happens when someone gets triggered with an addiction is there's a sequence that occurs. The first sequence is something will happen in their environment that's a trigger. So maybe that's a song you hear that's kind of sexual in nature, or maybe it's a risque commercial you see on TV, or maybe it's something you see online that's kind of sensual in nature, something happens that kind of triggers your brain, even on a subconscious level, to start feeling arousal, to start feeling a desire of something sexual. Something will happen in your environment. Maybe it's a memory, a fantasy, or something happens where it's a trigger. And then most people, they have that trigger going on on a subconscious level, and they try to forget about it, or they try to just keep moving throughout their day, and they're trying to kind of put it away and not, not even focus on it. But by not focusing on it in your background, it starts to build and it starts to grow. And that temptation, that desire, that lustful yearning gets stronger and it starts grabbing you and it starts pulling you toward porn. And then what a lot of people start doing is they'll start making bargains with themselves and they'll say, I'll just look a little, or maybe I'll just look at, you know, very entry level, like just something really minimal because it's not all out porn, right? After all, it's not that bad. So they'll just look a little, but that's another hook that pulls you further Then another hook. And then before long, you've crossed the point of no return. And by then you fully indulge and just look at porn. So that's a sequence you have to watch out for. So you have to know what is your sequence. You have to become more aware and more mindful when you start noticing things in your environment that are starting to trigger you sexually and you start having that hunger, it starts as a very minor craving, a really mild, subtle sign inside of yourself that you're starting to desire it. It's really subtle. And then it grows and then it builds. If you're not aware of that, you're going to fall right into it. But the more you can become aware of the slow desire build that's going on inside of you, then you can intentionally change your environment. Because you have to do something drastic to change your environment to stop the build. 
And so that might mean if you're in your house and that build is happening, maybe you have to like go for a jog, something completely out of the ordinary. Or maybe you have to get in your car and just go drive to the grocery store and do some grocery shopping. You have to do a complete change of your environment because if you don't, that slow build, that slow desire that's growing eventually is going to take you to the computer and it's going to make you start taking some little steps in that direction. And before you know it, you've crossed that point of no return. Number five is you have to get blockers installed on your devices. Do not think that you are strong enough to overcome porn on your own. No one is when it comes to any addiction. If you were a cocaine addict, would you really keep cocaine in your house and just tell yourself, I'm going to be strong enough not to look at it? Of course not. If you're a chocolate addict, would you keep chocolate in your house? If you're trying to reduce sweets, would you keep sweets in your house and just expect to have enough willpower not to ever eat them? No, you would never do that because you know if you're trying to get rid of sweets and you know you have a sweet tooth, you know it's just a matter of time before you have a low moment and you indulge. Same thing with porn. If you have access to porn and you're trying to overcome porn addiction, it's just a matter of time before you have a low moment and you look at it. So that's where getting blockers installed on all of your devices is very important. One of the most popular softwares you can install is called Covenant Eyes. I'm not an affiliate with Covenant Eyes. I, I don't have any partnership with them. So this is not a sponsored recommendation but I do know they're one of the top recommended softwares that you can install on all of your devices. And what that does is it prevents you from looking at porn when you have those low moments. So that if you have a low moment and you're starting to feel tempted and you reach for your tablet, you reach for your phone, you reach for your, your laptop, whatever, you reach for it, but you can't access it because Covenant Eyes blocks access to it. And Covenant Eyes allows you to set up an accountability partner so that everyone, someone else once a week is getting a report of everything you look at online. And Covenant Eyes will take a screenshot of whatever image you're looking at on your device and send that screenshot to your accountability partner. So something like Covenant Eyes or anything similar to it is very important because don't think you're going to be strong enough to overcome the power of porn on your own. You're going to have low moments. You're going to have temptation. You're going to have moments where you want to, you're going to have times when you want to indulge and splurge. And in those moments, you have to have blockers and you have to have someone else in charge of the password for the blocker. Because what happens is some people have no blockers or they put on a blocker, but then they have the password. So then when they have that low moment, they change the password and then they indulge and they look at porn. So you want to make sure if you have a blocker on your devices, which is highly recommended, make sure someone else is in charge of the password. Number six is you have to get accountability. Now, what I was just mentioning with a software like Covenant Eyes has it built in because once a week, everything you do online gets sent to somebody else. And that's a powerful accountability because the three A's to addiction are accessibility, anonymity, and affordability and porn provides all three. So if you know someone else is gonna be seeing what you're looking at online, the anonymity goes away and you need that. You wanna feel accountable. You wanna feel like I'm not the only one looking at my devices. Someone else is gonna be seeing what I'm looking at. And especially if you use something like Covenant Eyes because they take screenshots, someone is literally gonna be seeing what you're looking at. 
And that creates a huge level of accountability, which a lot of people need. That's why everyone who's an addict of anything needs an accountability support group. That's why Alcoholics Anonymous is so popular because people go there several days a week and they have accountability with other people so they can talk about their journey, their struggles, their lapses, their relapses, and you need the same. So if you're trying to quit porn, you need an accountability partner, someone that you can talk to at least once a week on your journey. And ideally, that's someone who can also relate with the struggle of overcoming pornography as well so that they can resonate with your struggle. They can encourage you. They can help you because they've been through it themselves because you don't want to go this alone. You don't want to be isolated in your journey to overcome pornography. Number seven is redirecting your thoughts. When you have a history of looking at pornography, everything turns sexual. You can't look at someone who is attractive without sexualizing them in your mind. Therefore, it's going to take a while for that sexualization tendency to wear off. But don't just wait for it to naturally wear off. You can intentionally help it wear off because you want to start seeing people as real human beings who have feelings, who have problems, who have concerns, who have anxiety, who have stressors, who have children, who have parents. You want to start seeing people as human beings, not as sexual objects. But when you're used to looking at porn, it's very easy to everywhere you look with someone you're attracted to, to think of them as a sexual object and that's it. So what I encourage you to do with this step is redirect your thoughts. That means if you notice when you're out in public, no matter where you are, you're watching a movie, no matter where you are, if you notice you're looking at someone and all of a sudden you're sexualizing them in your mind, catch it and then redirect those thoughts. Either redirect those thoughts to your partner if you're in a committed relationship or redirect those thoughts to something completely different. Change up your environment. Change up everything you're doing in that moment. Put on a song, eat some food, do something different to break up your thoughts so you don't allow yourself to sit there and sexualize this person in front of you, whether it's on TV or in person. That's important because part of the healing process after you quit porn is starting to see people as whole people, not sexual objects. So those are seven ways to quit porn. Number one is you have to know your why. Number two, you have to figure out what hole in your soul is it filling. Number three, you have to know your vulnerable moments and avoid them. Number four, you got to change your environment. If you just sit there and allow the desire to build, it's going to take over. Number five, you need to get blockers installed. Number six, you need accountability so you're not alone in your journey. And number seven, redirect your thoughts so that you can start seeing people as whole human beings. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. Be sure to go to my website for my free PDF on this episode so you can reflect and explore it further. Go to drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies. Be sure to click subscribe to hear all my future episodes. Take care.